Hello, before we begin today's show, I have a little favor to ask. If you are a fan of this podcast and you think you know of other people who might enjoy it, um, please tell them about it. Uh, spread the word. I know myself that all the podcasts I listen to have been recommended to me by friends and family. So if you could do the same for this show, I would really appreciate it. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phone-in show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about homes from hell. Um, Brendan, Brendan, you lived in a house that was haunted, is that right? I did, Dave, if you can believe it. I can't. What, 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 what kind of ghost was, was in the house or what was the situation? It was this little girl called Cynthia. Mm-hmm. She was like little dressed like in little Victorian kind of clothes and stuff like that. Yeah. And old old like 19th century kind of ter- clothes, which is weird because like my house was built during the boom. Right. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense why they'd be, it'd be haunted by some, you know, olden days ghost. Yes. Anyway. But she, could, could there have been another house there before your house or? No, this was the first house. I've got a plaque and all saying this is the first, first house, house ever built in this spot. That's an unusual plaque. It is an unusual plaque, Dave. <laughs> What's your point? No, no, I just wonder. And does she ever say anything? Uh, she says things like, come play with me. Okay. <laughs> giggle, giggle, giggle. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, don't go asleep. Um, sometimes she climbs in bed in bed with me and says, Daddy, I'm cold. And she expects you to put your arms around her, but of course she's a ghost, so your arms go right through her. Yeah, Not yeah. Not that I've tried. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what do you do when she appears, Brendan? When uh, she says these things? I used things. to get a fright, but yeah. now I'm kind of used to it. Um, so to be honest, if she comes in and I'm just watching something on, if I'm watching, say, you know, Sicario 2, Dave the Soldado on Netflix, just land yeah. on Netflix, a cracking film. Yeah. Uh, I might be like, go on, sit down beside me here. And she will. But of course, being from Victorian times, she doesn't necessarily get the whole the references, the references to, mm. you know, the, the ongoing war on drugs on yeah. the Mexican American border. Yeah, yeah. Does she respond at all to Sicario? Too? She usually says things like, come play with me, and then runs off down the hall. She gets bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have, have you ever tried to uh, play with her? Or uh, I think it's I think if you try to do that, I'd, uh, my wife did that. Originally, she said, let's try and play with her. Let's see where this goes. And she followed her down a hall. Like yeah. We've got kind of like a lot of little turning. And then I never saw my wife again. What? Yeah. What? I don't know. So I'm not going to play. Basically, if you go play with Cynthia, I think that's the thing. That's how she gets you. That's, that's her little uh, Brendan, ghost gimmick. I'm, I'm so sorry of you. That's fine. As, as long as I don't have the body, there's nothing but hope. That's all I have. Yeah. So I've been really optimistic about the whole thing. Yeah. Otherwise, you just go mad. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. I mean, have the police been able to I told or? them the crap. You see, I was I was going to. And then, you know what they say, Dave? The, they always suspect the husband. Right. So I yeah, just I've got, heard that. I got the... I got the sense that maybe if I start going down there and saying ghosts took my wife, um, I'd be they might be a bit, a bit suspicious and they, they they might arrest me. So you just said she's gone missing and, and left her. I went in. I said she's gone missing, and then while I was words coming out of my mouth, um, I realised what she what that was going to sound like. So I was like, my wife has gone miss. Missy Elliott concert. She's gone to the Missy Elliott concert in the Three Arena. <laughs> You told the police that? Yeah. And how did they respond to that? They said, first of all, Missy Elliott wouldn't play the three arena. She probably wouldn't feel, ah, she might, she she, might get she a, give a good go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, then I was like, April Fool's. Yeah. Luckily, I got down on April the, the first. first. Yeah. This was just the other day, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it was last year. Oh, last the year. The other day, last year. Uh, Cynthia's been around for the last two years. 
Well, it's uh, this is very unusual, but we have someone on the line claiming to be Cynthia. Uh, Cynthia, I, I very much it seems thing. unlikely. Cynthia? Uh, hey, how's it going? Uh, oh, it's her, right? Oh, you recognise uh, her voice? Yeah. Yeah, um, I just, uh, look, I just want to clear some things up here. Sure. Like, uh, that's my dad. Uh, Brendan's your dad? Brendan's my dad. Okay. Like, uh, I, look, like... Why does he think you're a little Victorian I ghost do, girl? Like, I, like, I do cosplay. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. But, like, and would you have, dad. like, a wig on when you're doing it? Like, sometimes. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But, like, he knows that. And I don't know why, like... Did, did you know Brendan? Or was this... I just completely caught you off guard. All I'm hearing is... Come play with me. Come, I, I'm gonna be honest, Dave. I've only ever had one child. That was my favorite child. Obviously, he's my favorite child because he's my only child. Um, uh, Declan and Declan unfortunately passed away uh, two years ago. Right. Uh, in around the same time as we started seeing Cynthia. Don't. Yeah, I, like, I've no I other. Mean, I've no other children. It was all really sad. We were all really sad when Declan died, Dad. But like, like you're like you're having some kind of breakdown. How are you holding the phone, Cynthia? Because I'm a real human girl, Dad. So, Cynthia, just to clear this up, you had a brother. Yeah. And for some reason, when Declan died, Brendan had some kind of yeah, I mean, Declan mental died break. And like, mom left. Oh, that's what happened anymore. to your mother. Yeah, oh, like, okay. mom, mom, mom left. Ma, my wife got sucked into uh, the other realm. For, by, for that's the last time, so that, I didn't suck mom into my portal hole. I want to connect with him. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And do, what's the cosplaying about? What's is that? Just, I just like unrelated. Cosplaying yeah, yeah. Do what kind of stuff? Uh, just like. Yeah, Steampunk kind of or Yeah or like whatever yeah. You know what I mean Like different stuff One time I saw Pikachu in the kitchen it, Was that you Cynthia? No Okay like, I, That's oh, unrelated oh, oh, I, Like dad's mental <laughs> I don't know how to fucking I don't know how to explain this Like he's gone mental Okay um, Brendan Do you accept that maybe You need to get some help here It sounds No No um, I think your daughter's crying out Crying out to I you I don't have a know? daughter I never have yeah. uh, And I'm going to get a priest down To exercise her Right. Well, you don't need any exercise, Dad. Can you hear that this this is... You yeah, know, I can, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's sinking in. And all I can say is she's playing typical ghost mind games that she's tried to pull on me before. I don't think Dad, she is, I wanna, I, can we? Can you, can you hold my hand, Dad? No, because I'll go through it. Dad, hold my hand. Dad, hold my hand. It's like I'm a fucking ghost! Ah! <laughs> 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 motherfucker! See, this is what I'm dealing with, D- Dave. She's practically a poltergeist. She's How do not, you mean? She, she's not wrecking the gaff, but emotionally. She's like an emotional oh, poltergeist. Look at no right. He's fucked. He's fucked. I killed his wife. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought you just sucked her in another realm. She's fucking dead, man. How did you kill her? Uh, she just fucking... She just ceased to be, lad. Like, she just fucking ceased to be. Fucking like transported her through a fucking time dimension. She never fucking existed. Your wife was never fucking born, lad. Oh, that would explain why the police haven't, uh, you know, been following up on on anything. If she... ah, you're fucked, man. Can you do that to me? Nah. Please. Nah, you're too much fun. So Cynthia, you're gonna stick around and torment Brandon yeah, for another while. Like, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? And just to be clear, then mm-hmm. you you're no relation to Brandon. Nah, you're not his daughter. Nah, nah, nah. That was all more yeah, mind nah, games. Nah, nah, Brilliant. Nah. Uh, and anything to do with Declan's death, or mm-hmm. did you have anything to do with Declan's death? Oh no, I made him believe he had a son that died. He, oh, he, he never, never had a son. No, no, oh no, my no, god, no, that no. is what? that is incredible levels yeah, of. Uh, fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs>
Okay, well, we're talking about Homes from Hell. Brendan, you, I don't know if we're going to top that, to be honest. Um, I think I'm going to top myself, Dave. Uh, a, I'm not going to let him. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, look, uh, best of luck with that, Brendan. Thanks so much for calling in. Cynthia, thanks for, for joining us as well. No See you, Dave. I'm going to move on to some other calls now. Nady, what's going on in your local youth club? Uh, I mean, that is the question. Whose lips are doing all the kissing? In the youth club? Yeah, there's a lot of kissing is going there? on. Okay. Um are you worried about this? I am. Yeah. Uh I I've uh I don't believe in kissing. Mm. I've never kissed. Yep. I think it leads to uh filth. Yep. Let's just set the scene a little bit here, Nady. Wh- what age are you? I am 58. You're 58. So you live near this local youth club? No. So it's not local to you per se. But I, my, off, my office is near there. Okay. My office yeah, yeah, yeah. is near there. So yeah. are you watching from your office? or Sometimes. As, sometimes. sometimes. What other ways are you, are you watching? As What's I going said, on? there's lots of ways There is lots of ways, yeah. What, what, what ways are you lots of apparatus. Um, sorry. You, have, you have an apparatus? <laughs> I had a stroke there. Sorry. Sorry, I had a stroke. Just now? Just now. Are you okay? Second. Yeah, no, I'm good. The, uh, is that a regular thing with you? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mini, yeah. mini strokes. So... I watch from my office. Yeah. Sometimes I have a bicycle uh, because I ride from my home to my office. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a long distance. Yeah. And so you do live nearby. I, yes, but not within watching distance. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <coughs> so you'll watch from your bicycle? Yes. So I will uh, park my bicycle uh, uh, in between a couple of cars. Yeah. And then uh, I also, there's a bush. That you'll look from mm-hmm, as well, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes from within, right? The kind of undercover. Yes, I can pass as a child because you're so small. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. And yes. when you're in, I guess that's when you must get the real insight into what's going on. There. I do. Yeah, that's so. It. What is going on? You've got kids. You've got kids um, kissing each other. Kids of what age know, are these kids? Like eighteen upwards. Really? Like okay. That's an unusual youth club, I suppose, in the sense that they're all over 18? Eight, like 18 to 32, I'd say, would be okay. the general age. Because some would say that's more of a club than a youth it's club. A y- it, they call it a youth club. Okay, that's fair I enough, mean, yeah. age is a number, yeah. Dave. No, it's true. I mean, nowadays, you know, when do we start actually becoming adults? It's more like in our 30s yes, anyway. Yes, when you, uh, I, I think they believe. <laughs> what seems to be happening is that they seem to think they have more knowledge in the world a, a hierarchy on me because they have kissed with their lips and I have not and you made that decision early on I'm never going to kiss I will never kiss and you said earlier you think it leads to filth filth what do you mean well I don't know you don't know what I don't know you don't know what's involved because I, why would I want to know that yeah yeah but where did you where did you get that idea in your head that it was filthy you just by the look of them Dave yeah by the look of people kissing. Yes. You think it looks filthy. Really disgusting. Yeah. What are they doing? Why yeah. do they do that with their hands? What do they do with their hands? Hmm? What, what do they do with their hands? Why do they put their hands in there? Where? In there. In each other's mouths? Yes. They're putting their hands in each other's mouths. Yes. Why well, do they do that? I don't know. <laughs> That's, that is very strange. Why like, do they reach down the throats? Yeah. What are they? What are they looking for? What are they, what are they searching for, yeah. Dave? Okay, well, look, I'm, maybe we can get to the bottom of this. I'm going to bring in one of the kids from the local youth club. Which uh, one? Uh, uh, Doctor Easter. 
Dr. Dr. Easter. Easter, yes. Um, yeah, this this woman, uh, Nady, Shady Nady, as we call her, um, she has propped herself outside of my uh, my dentistry practice for the last uh, I don't know, I'd say about six to eight months. Yeah. Um, she uh, she cycles the whole way over. She she brings her own bush and she climbs into it right. and she stares in the window of my office as I'm working on my patients. Right, so you're a dentist. I'm a dentist, absolutely. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am, I am a, de- a dentist. And, um, yeah. So you're not kissing any of your patients, are you? He is. He is. I mean, well, listen, uh, Dave, uh, over the course of a professional relationship, you're going to have some entanglements. I won't get into the details of that. Okay. But there may have been some lip-on-lip contact. Also, as a dentist, you have to use all of the tools at your disposal in order to make a diagnosis. Including your mouth? Lips are some of the most sensitive parts of your body. Yeah. They're like, they're like very good fingers, is what I've always said. Lips about are. About lips. They're, yeah. like, they're like wide, is that, wide fingers. Is that common practice, though? Because I know my dentist has never used his lips. Is it common practice? Well, I, I couldn't tell you that. Well, you I don't go to other dentists. I do my own, my own dental work. You do your work. own dental work? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Jesus, I wouldn't touch but, anybody. But you must well, have uh, colleagues that you communicate yes. with. or No, mm-hmm. I mean, to find... Communicate with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you yeah. have to chat before you kiss. No, I mean, other dentists that you talk to. Huh? No? Okay, no, that's... I mean, I was just... You're breaking up there, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, uh, I I wouldn't really chat to many dentists. No, I don't... I don't we're uh, very solitary individuals, dentists. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's just, a, it's just a club for people who want to get their teeth checked and... Oh, so it is... You do call it a youth club? Oh, it's a dentist. Youth... A dentist. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dentist club. Yeah. For it's the DUC, your DYC, your, your mouth. Yeah, that's but the thing. It's your mouth, and then we shorten it to youth. I oh, that's very clever. Yeah, yeah your, your mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah. Youth club. So, Nady, yeah. um, mm. that all seems to it, check out Does, though. Well, I mean, the hands well, are in the mouth because he's a dentist. The lips are on the, the lips are on the lips. I'm a dentist. I mean, I'm less, oh no, I wasn't less sure for an explanation here. I'm saying it's disgusting. I'm saying it's disgusting. Well, what's I mean, happening? You, you stand outside, Doctor Easter. Doctor Easter. Don't use my full name and invoke it in such a That's way. That's your full name? My full name is Dr. Reister Easter. Okay. Reister's my first name. Yeah. Easter's my second name. Reister Easter. Dr. Reister Easter. Yeah. I have watched you. I know. For many years. I've seen you. You've been outside the window just muttering filth. Filth. Look, I... Bite the bullet, Nady. Is there I, something you want to say? I can. I'm too... You can. Can I? Absolutely. It's 20% off your first session. Do I get a a voucher? You get a voucher. Absolutely, I'll give you a voucher. And you get a sticker at the end of a lollipop, which seems counterintuitive because I'm a dentist, but I'll give you a lollipop anyway. They're sugar-free. I mean, I can't say I haven't wanted this. I know, your teeth are in terrible shape. But would you still put your hand down my mouth? Absolutely, the whole way down to your epiglottis. What will you find? What are you looking for? I'm looking for connection. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? <coughs> okay, well, look, it seems like we've made a connection. Um, it seems like you've got another... Uh, do you call them patients, I guess? Patients? No, we're friends. Friends. We're all friends um, at the youth club. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Nate, are you going to pop into the youth club then and get a, a, um, a session I, with the uh, doctor? I'd, I'd like to take my answer off air. Okay, that's no problem. There's no, no, no pressure. You'd like to take your answer off air. 
Yeah. You don't you don't want to give your answer. You'd no, like, like your answer, answer given to you off air. Yes. So okay. right. Can you give her an answer? Give I'll give her an answer off air. Off air. Okay. Thank you very much. Great. No okay, guys. Thanks so much for calling in. It was great to talk to you. Rebecca's on the line. Hello, uh, Dave. Rebecca, uh, you called in because you feel like you've you've found something really important. Well, I'll tell you, I, I, I live in the country, so uh, I went into the boggy field mm-hmm. and, uh, and oh, it was a fierce damp day now. It was a fierce damp. There'd been a lot of rain uh, in the area and got my, didn't my foot sink right down into the bog? Okay. And then I, uh, I was up to my knees now in the bog and I went, oh God, I feel something down there. I feel something. Mm. So I, I, I dove in. You know what I mean? I, I went for a dig. Okay. Uh, is that not dangerous? Oh, it can be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which I'll tell you now is, is, is I'll tell you the consequences of it now. Yeah. Is that I, uh, I went for an old dig and a dive and what did I find but a body in the bog. A bog body. A bog body. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually it was, uh, I realised it was, it was my husband. Oh, right. Was he, was he okay or? Oh, God. No, he, he was, was dead. dead. He, was, he dead. was dead. He was long dead. And had you, you'd obviously, he'd been missing, I suppose. So did he? Oh, for right, 10 years. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So what do you think happened to him? I wonder if it was a, I wonder if there are layers to this, you know what I mean? So like. To the bog. Because actually, I, I find it very difficult to get out now. And I wonder if he had the same experience yeah. of going into the bog, sinking down to his, his, his knees, mm. feeling that there was actually a body underneath him. Right. Going down, having a look. Yeah. You know, and, and not stuck. coming back out again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to bring on um, the detective that was involved in invest- investigating your husband's disappearance and then subsequently, uh, uh, you know, what happened to him after that. Yes, when we fell in love. Friend. Yes, yeah. Well, you, you kind of... Uh, kind of gave we the game away there. The we were going to get to that. Yeah, but sorry, 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 okay. sorry. Uh, I let him, Oh, God, I let him explain. Detective Gary Phelan, how you doing, Gary? Uh, hello, Dave. How are you doing? Good, yeah. And um, what 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 did you think initially when um, when Rebecca's husband had disappeared? Did you have any clues or leads or well, anything? When a woman dies, they say first rule is suspect the husband. Yes. But when a man dies, the the the, the rule doesn't necessarily apply to the wife. Okay. But in this instance, it really, really did seem like she killed her husband. Okay. She was having affairs all over town. Yeah. She'd taken the big uh, life insurance policy out in his name. And she, she just, she was, her Google search history was uh, how to kill husband, uh, where to get <laughs> poisons, uh, what to do if a policeman calls round uh, to investigate, how to seduce policeman, <laughs> all this kind of really suspicious looking activity. But over the course of my investigation, I actually discovered that not only did she not do it, but she's totally innocent and she's also the love of my life. And uh, now we've been together ever since. It's, it's such a meat cute, isn't it's it? It's a lovely it is, story, yeah. yeah, yeah. And come here, uh, when the body was found, there was no signs of foul play or anything? Oh, jeez, there was, yeah. <laughs> there was, uh, there, her, his body was, we, got, we did a test on him and there was this tons, ton of poisons in him, different kinds of poisons. And uh, also, oh, He loved taking his poisons. <laughs> he loved, ta- it was like medicine, he loved taking yeah. his poisons. He was a poison connoisseur. Was he one say. of those people that takes small amounts of times to build up the, exactly, re- the resistance? Exactly, like when you microdose LSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. this is it. So that, that at first was suspicious, but then after uh, Rebecca told me that, I realised then that it wasn't suspicious at all. Exactly, um, and now, and now uh, uh, me new fella started taking the poisons himself. I see? have, yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep for three days there, Dave. <laughs> and now I have no hair on my head. 
Okay, well, look. I have three hairs. I want to bring in your your partner, uh, who's who's since left the police force. He's 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 gone out in his own. Um, uh, Terry. How are you, Dave? You used to be a cop, but you 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 kind of packed it in. Packed it why? Honestly, I've lost too many partners now to stand by and watch another one. You lost three partners. Three's three's enough. I suppose it's three is enough. That's a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. a number of them, right? Yeah, yeah. How did you lose three partners? This man died ten years ago. Yeah. And we've been investigating it for the last ten years. And every time we send a man up to that house to Rebecca, he he falls in love. And he ends up disappearing. Right. And he ends up... Well, the thing that really killed us was that uh, after we exhumed the body from the bog, we found a veritable totem pole of bodies beneath awesome. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and I just... I couldn't watch... I couldn't watch Gary, who's a good man, by the way. <clears> a family <throat> man. Left his family for this. And, four uh, kids. Four kids. Don't speak to them. No, not anymore. Walks by them on the street. It's a small town, Dave. Yeah, yeah. There's only about 15 or 20 of us in it. Yeah. And uh, and he walks right by his children. Steps S- over them. The smallest one he stepped over I saw I last did. Saturday. 14 years of age, he stepped right over her head. So, <laughs> <laughs> Terry, what do you expect happened here? Obviously, your partners were all investigating. Absolutely. They were wandering around in the bog, maybe trying to find something, and then yeah. got, got accidentally... Pulled down into the bog and well, drowned. Well, not accidentally. Now, I mean, I think the the over the course of their investigation, they would uh, dip into some of the poisons, some of the medicines that uh, that Rebecca would provide for them. Interesting and that you use the term medicine because I suppose m- most people wouldn't consider a poison. Well, a medicine. there's bad medicine as well, Dave. Yeah, that's remember true. that. This one, the last one I was on, uh, made my teeth all loose. Yeah. Did you lose any teeth? Or? Not yet, but it's only a matter of time. You can hear them coming. Yeah, yeah, they dangle yeah, in his yeah, head. Yeah. It's awful. So, it's, like a, it's like a grotesque set of wind chimes in his mouth. So That's Terry... Pretty poetic, Terry. Thanks very much. Gary, you, I miss you. You left the police force. Are you following your own lines of inquiries now? Or Absolutely. what are you doing? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've, been, I've moved into the bog. Moved would in. you like to come over for a cup of tea someday? I, actually, I really, really would, Rebecca. I'm, I was waiting for that. I've been watching Rebecca from a distance, and honestly, she's enchanting, Dave. I tell you that right now. Okay. Uh, come so, over for a, pop oh, over geez, a cup of tea. Oh, I couldn't, Rebecca. Are you sure? Yeah. You stay away, Gary. <laughs> Terry. <laughs> Sorry, the poison's messing my brain. <laughs> well, Gary. Um, Gary, it's time to go back up. Uh, it's time to go. Uh, could you go up the field for a minute? Before before you go, Gary, I want to bring in your ex-wife, uh, the mother of your children, uh, Marie. Marie, Hello, I mean, Dave. You, you must be um, you must be very saddened and disappointed to see what's become of Gary. Yes, um, I'm a bit caught up. Sorry, excuse me. It's just, um, yeah, I just, I just, I thought, you know, we were going to grow old together, and mm. you know, we were going to die together, be buried together, and uh, that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't. Don't think I'm going to grow old anyway, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I you don't know, see uh, that. It can be arranged that you can be buried together. Where? In, in the bog? Yes. <laughs> I think Rebecca is a witch. I think, I think she actually is. She has some weird voodoo magic going on in that cottage at the top of the hill and I think she is doing weird bad things. I will say one thing. Listen, she may, she may dress in black... And she may have a giant a black pointy hat and, and, a, black and a green cat. face and a, and a green face and a and a mole on the end of her giant nose, and she may spend her evenings cackling around a cauldron, which we've all done, which we've mm. all done. Yeah. Well, yes, I um, yes, but she is a witch. Wait, so what? I thought you were going to go in a different direction there. 
you're saying Rebecca is a witch. Oh, I'd say oh, so. I, like, I mean, the evidence points towards it. I would witch? not deny it. You won't deny it, Rebecca? Come over for a cup of tea. Um, yeah, maybe. Oh, you should, Dave. You should. Yeah. You absolutely should. Yeah. Maybe. Don't do it, Dave. It's don't great. do she it. She's no. Murray. You don't know what you're on about. She, <laughs> Sorry, she boils the tutor in mouth. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Gary? Gary? Gary, you okay? He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. You did this, you know? Was the, did you have him hooked up to a life support machine there? I thought I heard a, I thought I heard a flat line saying. Oh, sorry, that was me. I was just humming. <laughs> okay. You've got a lovely... Um, Thanks very much. Yeah, I... I carry um, a nice tune. I'm part of a, a parochial choir. We just, we sort of hum. I'm not a singer. I'm more of a kind of back and homer. I think Gary might have just passed away on the phone, Marie. Did you have life insurance on him? I didn't, know. Did you, Rebecca? I did. Oh, yes, that's, I did. That's handy. <laughs> that is yeah. handy. Yeah. We actually, we probably should talk to the insurance company, <laughs> the only insurance company in town, because they're just handing out insurance <laughs> to this woman. And um, I actually gave her my life insurance for him. All right. Uh, you passed it on. I'm and, very yeah, persuasive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, there's no she point you having it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. That's double jeopardy, is it? <laughs> Something. Okay, it's guys. Indemnity, anyway. Double indemnity, absolutely. Guys, thank you so much. It was great talking thank to you. Thank you so much, Dave. Um, I'll call you Rebecca. My sympathies to all you on the loss of Gary. Well. Can I be honest, you haven't sorted much, Dave. And you seem pretty cavalier about the fact that you've lost a life on the line. So. <laughs> You'd be surprised how often it happens. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's worrying enough. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Cheers. My special guest joining me on the phone today is Xavier Onassis, one of the stars of the hit reality show Storage Skirmish. Uh, where buyers bid on the contents of abandoned storage units. Xavier, thanks so much for joining us on the show. No problem, Dave. You have a funny nickname on the show. What yes. is this? My nickname is Xavier the Pedophile. <laughs> Why did they call you that, Xavier? Hey, misunderstanding from why I have to leave Greece. <laughs> you had to flee Greece? Yes. Why, what happened? I got mixed up with these, with these kids. <laughs> and lies were thrown around. Lies, yeah. And I had to leave. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and that somebody caught on to that one over here. And uh, uh, yes, <laughs> I made a mistake of uh, someone we were sitting around uh, craft services. Yeah. And uh, someone says, "Hey, who has a nickname in school? My nickname in school was Scooter." Yeah. And this guy was my nickname in school was uh, Football Mike. And I said, my nickname was Xavier the Pedophile. <laughs> and then it just stuck like glue. Glue, yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate for you, I suppose. It is. Um, Xavier, I'm going to have some callers on now. Uh, first on the line is Barb. Barb wants some advice on what to do with the sensitive item she found in a locker that she bought the contents of. So you've pro- this has probably happened to you before. Sounds like right on my street. Yeah, yeah. Barb, what, what did you find in, in a locker that you purchased? Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me on, Dave. No problem. Um, Hi, Barb. I found um, something very sensitive, as you say. Yeah. An old lunchbox um, in the locker. And um, inside uh, there was... Um, there was a letter um, written by a child and it just said, help me. Mm. So I just don't know what to do, Dave. Yeah. You know. And where do you where do you think that child might have been from or where that might have been sent I mean, from? The, um, the, the postage stamp on it um, was from um, Greece. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Um, yeah, very, very interesting, Dave. <laughs> See... This happened all the time when I was doing my show in Greece. Uh, the original version of the show, yeah, um, his name in Greece. You want to get it? 
uh, it's same same name, just in Greek. Yeah. We will find constant. We will open the storage lockers, yeah. and we will be finding these launch boxes with uh, help me signs in them. Yeah. Happen all the time. No reason behind it. <laughs> I come over here all of a sudden. Every every second locker we open, it's the same story. Yeah. And you, you have no idea why that might be. Why you look just because I Xavier the pedophile and I'm from Greece, doesn't mean that I know why every Greek child is saying help me in the lunchbox in the storage locker. Yeah, yeah. Barbara, was there anything else in the locker that was suspicious? Barbara. Yes. Uh, you don't have to say anything you don't want to say. No, but that, she can okay. say what she I, wants. I know. I'm just pointing it out. I know. She knows that though. She doesn't have to say anything. She doesn't have to be on the phone. Six thousand euros. Keep your mouth shut. <clears throat> Sorry, oh. I cough. It well, sounded mm-hmm. like you were trying to bribe her into not speaking anymore about what she found in the locker. No, it doesn't sound like that at all. Barb, continue, please. No, um, I have nothing else to say, actually. Um, thank you very much, uh, Dave. I, I just, I'm, I feel a bit nervous now. Um, but you can, uh, you don't have to, like, you can say whatever you want, Barb. You don't feel pressured or coerced. I know, coerced. but 6,000 euros a lot. I really, Xavier, I don't know if you're free after this, but maybe we could grab a, a coffee and have a chat um, off air, perhaps. Um, yes? Yes. How old are you? I'm 42. Where, 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 where do you live? I live in Dublin. Yes, see you then. Wonderful. <laughs> okay, Barb, thanks for calling in. Uh, I'm going to move on to some other callers. Uh, John, you believe that Xavier purchased some of your belongings. Uh, from a storage locker, which included something very precious to you, is that right? That's right. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Um, what do you What do you think Xavier has of yours? Uh, my child. Um. Yeah. So, uh, and a storage locker would be. I mean, you could call my house a storage locker. I suppose it is kind of a square house. Uh, but it it was just my house, and he kicked down the back door, and he had a bag of coins, just mm. Greek coins. Yeah. And uh, he dropped them. And he uh, picked up the two smallest things he could find, which were my child and a new one of those little uh, toolboxes that you get in the middle aisle in Aldi. Yeah. Which was by the back door. I meant to put it in the in the uh, shed. Yeah. But I forgot to put it in the shed. It's one of those things you you put it by the door and you think, oh, next time. Yeah. I go well, out. I don't get bogged down in the toolbox because he took your kids. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, yeah, and yeah. and and uh, sorry, but it's just one of those things. You know, when you put it by the door. Yeah, and you think I'm going to put it back out now? But no, then, I know, I know what you mean. You're but, right; uh, those are the details. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, my child. Um, so this, uh, just to be clear, Xavier, son, what is this? Assassinate Xavier Onassis' reputation day? I, I didn't realize. First of all, Barb coming on talking that nonsense about a baby box. <laughs> yeah, and now this guy. Do you know what he's talking about? Is this true? Give me back my son. He's 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 my son now. No, uh, Dave, look. I have, again, I want to be clear. Whatever I find and pay for in storage lockers mine, mm. sometimes I get confused. I drink a lot. I do a lot of blow. I think storage lockers sometimes, how storage yeah. lockers, sometimes, you are, I would wander in three in the morning. I take it, I, get, I, I haven't slept in five days. I'm like, I'm going to. See what's in the storage locker. Yeah, this it's not a my. It's not. Let me finish, John. <laughs> it's not my. It's not my fault if it just happens to be a house. This is kidnapping. 
Dave. I'm Maybe. sorry, it's like kidnapping. It, it, it is. Like I mean, there's it. just no two ways about it. It doesn't matter how much blow he did beforehand or whether or not he thought it was a storage locker. He's kicking down the back of houses and taking children. Yeah, yeah. Is I mean, John, look, is John's son there with you? Yes. Can, can you put him on the phone? I'd rather not, but... Okay. Hi, Dad. Edgar. Hi, Dad. Hey, Ed. Uh, look, I just want to... I um. You're alive anyway. Yeah, no, I'm I'm grand. Like, he's not a paedophile. Thank you. No, he's not. Uh, he's not a paedophile. He's not, Dad. Like, he's uh, not. Well, he's not. I don't. Um, I don't know if you're. I mean, does, you're obviously mm, best positioned to know that, Edgar. But also, I know, you're I a know, child. Like, I know. I know. Okay, but um, he is, he has kidnapped you. Yeah, no, you know, he ha- no. This is what I'm saying. Like, he's not a paedophile. He makes us fight animals. He makes right. you fight animals. Yeah, he's sort of it's a Greek tradition. He's Greek classic Greek tradition. Hercules fighting the Hydra snakes. It's famous Greek story. I just do that. I tie a lot of snakes together and throw my children. Yeah, and he like dangles his, his bag it. of coins and he's like whoever wins the animals gets the coins. Well, sorry, Edgar, there's no need to... Um, yeah, sorry, I just fucking racist. Carried away. Uh, there's one thing I hate. It's racist <laughs> accents with little top yeah, items. Yeah. And that's what Edgar's doing right now, and I'm, I hate it. I'm sorry, Dad. I think we can two. all agree on that. I'll be tying a few extra snakes <laughs> together for you tonight, Edgar. I tell you that for nothing. When you tie them together, is it like a bunch of snakes tied with another snake? Or oh, Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's like it. it's like this snake, a human centipede, except with snakes. Yeah, yeah. So snake after snake attached by like mouth to anus. Anus. Yeah. And is the anus right at the back of the tail of the snake, or is it? A- further apparently, up? yeah. Wow. Well, that sounds less like a hydra, more like a, a super snake. I yes, I. Oh, I, I fought lots of super snakes. <laughs> this society has become very soft. So in Greek society, we do this thing where we make a children fight animals and then as a side business we film those children and we sell it on internet to people okay. so it once is, they do those videos I don't give a shit it but, sounded like an internet thing alright I thought that yes, was it yeah but it's coming from a place good place you want to toughen up the children yeah yeah. John how does that sound to you is that, is that You're have he's a- kidnapped my child and he's thrown my poor Edgar into some sort of gladiatorial combat with some sort of super snake which may or may not be his penis I'm not I'm not delighted no. but it may or may not we don't know Dave but well, why is his name pedophile I'm that's sorry. A, that's a nickname. It's not a nickname. <laughs> it's a nickname. He's brought football. Mike from... isn't a football. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's saying football. Mike is a football. It would be Mike the football if his name was if he was a football. You're the pedophile. I. I mean, <laughs> pedophile pretty bad. Yeah. Anyway, we're it is different. Though. It is different. A nickname yeah. I've tried to leave behind. Uh, are you worried of of about kids like Edgar becoming? So strong that they overpower you, and he's very smug now. I've had a lot. Let's just say I've had a lot of acres, and they're all in a storage locker somewhere. <laughs> and there's a bad fucking smell coming out that locker. <laughs> I'm I af- ain't worried about fucking acre, man. <laughs> I'm afraid we're out of time. I want to thank all of my callers today, but I especially want to thank Hannah Mamlis. <laughs> uh, Peter McGann, Luke Benson, and Please. Sophie Dobson. Uh, guys, do you have anything you want to plug? Hannah? Oh, God. Uh, I, uh, I don't think so. Cool. Mob. Uh, mob. Or, yeah, yeah, Mob. Uh, every Thursday night, um, we do a, an improv show, uh, also with Luke. Hello. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's in Wigwam. In Wigwam. Every cool. Thursday. Peter? No. Uh, Luke? 
Um, nothing really to plug. Just um, yeah, mob every Thursday and check out the tightrope, which is another improvised night in in Dublin, and it runs every Monday and every Friday. Brilliant! Thanks, guys. Thank you to the Heads of Podcast Network for having us, and to John O'Farrell for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. I was was on the back foot because I did that stupid accent. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.